If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. My little cryptid. And this is a scripted. I want to equip you and use against my enemies, yeah. See, you want to save you, and then learn how to raise you, but I forget you from the wilderness. Well, Evan, what do you know? Another episode. What were the chances of that, Rob? What were the chances of another episode? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Well, with your internet, the chances are maybe a lot more. My internet is than, like, than, uh, oh usual. man, it's like the fucking mozzarella coming off the pizza or something. Like this is so shit. Yeah, yeah. Eamon, there's lots of technical difficulties with this man. This, you have there's a second Eamon in the Zoom chat at the minute. Um, there's a I fucking know what's actually happening with your internet, but Eamon, mm. we're we're talking about bizarre instances of uh, spooky goings on. Extraterrestrial happenings and lots of other stuff. So I do have a poem here. Oh, brilliant. Travelling on the highway when suddenly a light appears in the sky. It feels intense and burns, too bright for my eyes. As I drive nearer, it takes off and soars. But as I get closer, I notice a man on all fours. I park my car and run in a scramble. The man is confused and surely does ramble. On closer inspection, it appears to be Eamon. Shocker. I shake him and ask him, what are you trying to say, man? (laughs) My arse, it's sore, he cries in dismay. (laughs) I take a look down and realise there's a probe down that way. It appears my co-host has been tracked by ETs. Monsterful's podcast will make you (laughs) hee-hee. Will make you hee-hee. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. So there you go now. So, you, so it appears that you got abducted by some aliens mm. uh, on a highway or something. I got probed then. Yeah. So, uh, I think, uh, I think it's. I was walking home at night all alone, scrolling through Facebook on my mobile phone. <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> in the sky, an alien tractor beam brought me high, straight in no lube up my ass. Probe me, probe me, very <laughs> crass. Straight in no lube, please stop. <laughs> Because Rob's gonna jeer me out of my co-hosting job. There you go. <laughs> nice. What a what a great way to start this fucking Monsterfuls episode. What is up, everyone? I am Rob. And I am Eamon. And we are Monsterfuls. 
hair to slide right into your Monday if you're listening on a Monday. If not, we're just slide right in and any day really. I suppose yeah. you can do Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, whatever you like. Yeah. Sundays is we're all right. Yeah? Saturday bars, if yeah. they like, yeah, we can do all all the Saturday's days. Saturday's all right. Well, Friday's grand. Yeah, Friday's Friday's okay. Um, so today, you know, we have a fantastic UFO incident. The, the Cash Landrum spooky alien goings on happening in this one it's uh it's all happening Evan. it's all it, it certainly is going yeah. mental right it certainly is and cash yeah. looks a bit like johnny cash as well whereas landrum uh looks more like a lady that you'd see in dallas or something like that yeah indeed yeah yeah they're uh they're, they're definitely a pair i'll say that much <laughs> so <laughs> so you can call in guys over at speakpipe.com forward slash monster fuzz and leave your voice notes there. We love hearing from you. We're on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash monster fuzz. You know, you're getting like 13, 14 exclusive episodes. October, we plan on adding two more or so. So there'll be plenty of stuff there, guys. Uh, loads of vlogs, things like that are over there. So do jump on over. I stream every so often at Twitch. It's Monster Fuzz Podcast over there. And uh, check it all out in the description if you want to go find it. Amen. If they have spooky stories, maybe they were abducted. Maybe they were probed. Where do they send them? Yep. If, like me, you were abducted by aliens while just doing the very innocuous task of scrolling through Facebook on your phone, straight in, no lube, up your ass, do Mm. send us that story to monsterfuzzpodcast at gmail.com and we will read out your abduction story. You can keep... Keep your keep your identity a mystery. If it makes you feel nervous, if you think the aliens might be listening to this podcast, they might come back to get you for round two. Let us know. Podcast at gmail.com. Indeed. Eamon sounds like Hal from uh, 2001 Space Odyssey to me Don't right now. Don't turn me dying. off, Dave. Don't <laughs> turn me off, Dave. Maybe I'll splice into Zoom recording with the audacity so people can actually hear what you sound like to me, which is like a dreadful sort of techno disaster. You <laughs> you sound like. you sound great to me. Like I don't know, I don't know. I think I live in some sort it's of my I live... beautiful, beautiful fibre. Saint Bob and Vagine. <laughs> Here we have the description of the encounter, I suppose, for the intro. We'll 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 let you guys in on what happened here. Uh, one of the, I would say, a classic UFO abduction, not abduction, but one of the classic UFO tales. Mm. Um, very intriguing. Lots of sort of things to ponder about. It's a juicy episode. This one there's lots of notes. I, um, as I was doing them, I was like, Jesus, there's, there's more than I thought here. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. So it, it's a good one. Um, but yeah, so on the evening of December 29th, nineteen eighty, Evan, did you in nineteen eighty? Uh, I was I was minus four. <laughs> right, okay. Betty Cash, not to be confused with Johnny Cash, and Vicky Landrum, and Vicky's seven-year-old grandson Colby Landrum. Colby, Chef's Kiss, classic American name, right? <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't you get know, more yeah. American than Colby. Colby Covington. No, Colby, Colby. There's two, isn't there? Colby Covington is the MMA guy, so that's a boy. But there's also Colby Smulders, who's like Maria Hill in the Marvel movies, and that's a girl. So an intersex, uh, highly American name. 
I think there's a few singers called Colby as well, so it's all to play for. We're driving home to Dayton, Texas, so these guys were going along the road in Dayton, Texas, in Cash's Oldsmobile Cutlass, which is a very nice-looking car, actually. they got a bit of oh. swag about them back then. Is that like some and Cadillacs and dinosaurs-looking car? That's like... It's a, it's a cool-looking car. It's, it's, it's kind of retro-looking. It's nice. Um, so they just had their mail. They were driving home at about 9 p.m., um, and while they were driving on an isolated two-lane road with dense woods, they said they observed a light above some trees. They initially thought that this was just an aeroplane because the Houston Intercontinental Airport is pretty close by. It's around 35 miles. And so they gave it little notice. They were like, eh, whatever. Um, Be grand. Be grand. And then a few minutes later on the winding roads, they saw what they believed to be the same light as before, but thought it was now much closer and brighter. They said that it came from a huge diamond-shaped ob- object. So, big diamond in the sky. Mm-hmm. Lucy in the sky with diamonds, one might say. Yeah. Um, which hovered at about treetop level, and that its base was expelling flame and emitting significant heat. Good Lord. I, I kind of, you know, it just popped into my head there, and it didn't at the time doing these notes, but... You know, it sounds like a, a bit like a, a weather balloon or something, right? Because they put off mad heat as well, I think, don't Ooh. they? Or not a weather balloon, but just a general balloon that you get in with a little wicker basket. Hot air balloon. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that that's always the, the fucking cover-up for this shit as well. It was a weather balloon. You know, weather yeah. balloon is so... Or maybe, true, there are, maybe there's just relentless amounts of weather balloons out there causing people to <laughs> have these crazy experiences. I don't know. I don't think weather balloons are propelled like that, though. I think it's only hot air balloons that are propelled like mm. that. I might be wrong. That's just my assumption. Yeah, if we if we have any weather balloon enthusiast listeners out there, do, uh, do write in and let us know the inner workings of said weather balloons. Exactly. So... Landrum told Cash to stop the car, fearing that they would be burned if they approached any closer. So, a born-again Christian, she interpreted the object as a sign of the second coming of Jim Caviezel. <laughs> she told Colby, that's Jim Caviezel. He will not hurt us. Yeah. That's unusual, I mean, isn't it? I didn't think Jim Caviezel was active in the 80s, was he? Well, what you've done there is you've mispronounced the word Jesus. <laughs> uh, so, But I mean, you know, the, 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 oh, central, the central thesis is the same. Alright, so so you're saying it's Jesus, so she thought it was the second coming of Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. that would be him, Jesus Christ as opposed to Jim Caviezel, yeah. Jim Christ, they call okay, it. Okay, right. <laughs> my mistake there, big mistake on my part. So she was quite content, she thought it was Jesus, as you would be if you've seen Jesus in the sky, you'd be like, oh, that sound, I, I like Jesus, so if he comes down and helps me, I'm, ha- I'm happy days, right, you know, I don't mind. I mean, oftentimes I've seen hot air balloons and thought it was Jesus. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Have you no, ever there mistaken a hot air balloon for Jesus? Yeah, the first time I was on a long-haul aircraft, I thought I was literally inside Jesus. Uh, for a long time and when you think about it as well an nice. airplane what is an airplane it's 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 a crucifix of sorts do you know what I mean and you're quite close to God up in that sky you know you're quite close to God he's yeah uh, past the clouds because I remember when I used to watch uh, Touched by an Angel uh, which wasn't uh, sort of about no. a, a sort of paedophilic angel who people were trying to track down uh, he used to at the start he would fly through the clouds and this would be an angelic sort of floating so you know if you're up in a plane you might you might catch him nice nice there you go so landrum oh no sorry cash said she was anxious 
and consider turning the car around but abandoned this idea because the road was too narrow and presumed the car would get stuck on the dirt shoulders. It's kind of like when you drive through Leash. Have you ever driven through Leash, Eamon? Yeah, I usually drive through there very fast. Narrow, very narrow roads and bog on both sides. So it's like you don't want to be fucking getting your tires anywhere near that bog. That's it, man. It's not good. Narrow roads. Pick people. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus, I'm, in front oh, I'm leash, having the yeah. crack I have nothing so, against Leash I do hate the place though so, so the road was so, uh, the, the sides of the road were soft from the rains that's kind of why they want to you know avoid it they didn't want to get their old tyres stuck mm. in the mud now Eamon Cash and Landrum they got curious they did they did so Cash and Landrum who sound like a, a sort of detective duo said they, they got do. they do they do, they do yeah so they said they got out of the car to examine the object, uh, but poor little Colby was terrified. So Landrum mm. said she quickly returned to the car to comfort him. Now Cash remained outside, mesmerised by the bizarre sight, as Jerome Clark wrote. Uh, he went on, The object, intensely bright and a dull metallic silver, was shaped like a huge upright diamond about the size of the Dayton water tower with its top and bottom cut off so that they were flat rather than pointed. Small blue lights... Now, oh. do, you know water, do, you know, do you know water towers? Do you know what the crack with them is? Uh, do I know water towers? Like the water tower that it, in movies What's they the crack always with them? Like, do, you know, do you know why water towers are there? I didn't know this for a long time. I always just thought, oh, it's just to hold water, right? It's just yeah, tank. that's kind of what I was going What's why are they there? Uh, not to hold water, although they do do that. Um, it's to create water pressure to pipe it around. Ah, of course. Yeah, so to put it up at the height so that the, when the... It's the same way as, like, um, how I think, like, if you have, uh, say, for example, like, IBC tanks for, like, rainwater, you want to stack mm. them high so that you get a bit of pressure um, of the weight of the water creating it or whatever. So there you go. There's yeah. a bit of um, science fuzz for you. Yeah, there's physics fuzz. fuzz. Urban planning fuzz. Yeah, yeah. You it's want them there. water towers if you're living in an area with uh, flats. Mm. You dig. Mm. We don't have yeah. any water towers around here, do we? We do out in Rosslare. Do we out in Rosslare? Lovely yep. place. Out have in a, the harbour. Have a swim. Yeah, get in the tower. Have a good time. It's concrete, yeah. though. I don't think you can get in quite. High. I'd say it'd actually be horrendous to get into that. Mm. Imagine getting in like a, a totally enclosed concrete water tower. It's kind of like the stuff of fucking nightmares, really. Isn't it? Jesus, yeah, that is. It's kind of it brings the question that uh, that old is it true crime? Is it paranormal? Um, the the death of Elisa Lam, uh, right in the hotel. Remember, she they found her in the in the water tank. And they had oh, no idea they? how Jesus. she could have got in, yeah. I think we could do an episode of that. It's kind of, it appears a lot in true crime stuff. But there's some, it's a strange story. It's, it's the Cecil Hotel, was that it? Yeah, it shows out Cecil. Mm. I don't I don't actually know, I'm not, I'm not familiar mm. at all. Cecil Bumfluff was uh... a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it, yeah, Cecil Bumfluff. Cecil He's from Bumfluff. Down the road, yeah, Cecil Bumfluff is a good lad. Mm. Uh, can't grow a proper beard, so he has on his face what we call Bumfluff. Ah, yeah, Peach Fuzz Buzz. Peach Fuzz Buzz at Monster Fuzz. So yeah. uh, that's that's a bit of that's a bit of that's a bit of facial hair uh, terminology for our mm. friends who are not of the Irish genome. So yes. small blue lights ring the center, and periodically over the next few minutes, flames shot out of the bottom, flaring oh, outward, 
creating the effect of a large cone. Shit. My fucking God. So, Joseph I mean... Corny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> must have been him. <laughs> Joseph Corny. That's a fucking shout back. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Shouts out, like, oh, when was Corny. he around? That was a while ago. <laughs> who was it who passed away? Was it a... Because it was a troll that you put up years ago and I broke my arse laughing at it. It was when a... Oh, it was when it was when it was the corny thing, but it was your man from Predator, <laughs> Dylan, wasn't it? No, it was a different no. thing. It was like when, uh, fucking Mandela died or something like that, and you put ah, up yeah, a picture of Joseph Coney and said, "Sleep well, my prince." <laughs> no, it was, no, it was the one with Coney was I was putting up, I was photoshopping like Coney, like stop Coney, and it was. Uh, <laughs> Dylan out of Predator, like, because <laughs> he had the same cap and everything. Like that Coney thing was fucking mad, wasn't it? What a it scandal! Was mad because like, there's no end of cunts in Africa, like, and it just all of a sudden everyone went mad about Joseph Coney. But like. didn't it wasn't that a whole scam thing? And wasn't one of the fellas behind it? Like, yeah, he, he was just, running around nude. Down yeah, the street, he lost his nut, like, and he's pissing into his own mouth. Well, on that's the allegedly. I don't know what happened. But I heard small. he was, was having one off the wrist on the yeah, main streets of LA. He's just, it, the pressure of Coney was too much for him, you know? Pressure of Coney, man. Joseph yeah. Coney. Joseph Joseph is a problematic name. Joseph Coney, Joseph Fritzl, Joseph Stalin. Joseph Mengele. Joe, Mo fucking, no, he wasn't a nice guy, was he? Was, it, was his name Joseph? Uh, Joey, I think he went by. <laughs> Joey Joseph, Meng- Joey. Jo- Joseph Hitler. Just call me Mengele in the morning. <laughs> Joseph... <laughs> I just googled Joseph Hitler instead of Mengele or <laughs> Joseph Hitler. That's what everyone uh, said. There's no Goebbels. Goebbels Hitler. Mengele Joseph Hitler. Goebbels. Joseph Goebbels, yeah. Joseph Mengele. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, G- Jesus' father, Joseph, who seems to be watched, the only Joseph I know about recently. I just watched a Joe Small, Joe Small show from 2003 and he was alright, actually. He was nice. Did you ever see that? Joe Schmo? Is that... It's a, it's a, it was a reality I don't know how I missed it at the time it's a reality TV show on Spike where it was like they all lived in a house for seven days right, right. and everyone was an actor except for Josh Moll he didn't know everyone, the whole thing was scripted all the evictions were scripted all the actions were scripted except for this one guy who just didn't have a clue um, it's all free on YouTube I watched it there it's, it's hilarious like it's really corny because it's very of the time right, but like right, right. is it Kirsten Ray, Kristen Wiig she's in it and all, all those like the kind of people that are on TV now were like actors in it at the time you know okay uh, it was good actually it was, it, it, they pulled it off well your man hadn't fucking a clue like and at the end he was like what the fuck like because like people he had bonded with for like seven days in the house were like oh yeah oh, I'm an actor all that was fake everything so this is like you Truman know? Show stuff yeah, yeah, it's basically like the Truman Show. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. I was only watching a video today um, about a guy who had... He was describing what it's like to live with schizophrenia and he was talking about how oh, yeah. he thought that the Truman Show was happening to him for a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, it was for luck, you know. You know? Happy happy days. Now, <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Connie, we're back to the the. He's up in the sky in some type of balloon or something, is he? Joseph Coney uh, on his <laughs> pony, sky pony, uh, in a balloon. Um, so every time the fire dissipated, the UFO floated a few <clears throat> feet downwards towards the road. But when the flames blasted out again, the object rose about the same distance. So basically, that's like you're saying, man, a balloon, a fucking hot air balloon, 
on yeah. goes the fire, up goes the balloon. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So the interesting thing is that the three witness accounts slightly differ, but what they all agree on was that they heard the shrill whistle of the UFO's engine, which I believe you have an MP3 of. That was, that yeah. was it, actually. Got that from Landrum. She actually sent that to me posthumously. Yeah, is, La- is Landrum posthumously? I was just about to ask, was she still alive? <laughs> but you've actually got your spirit box recently delivered from Amazon, haven't you? So you're you're doing a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of seances, a lot of sexy seances at the moment. She sent me she sent me a floppy disk um via David Snail Mail. Mm. And um it just got here yesterday because she knew that I was recording the episode like because she was a bit of a clairvoyant herself as well, Mrs. Landrum. Ah, yeah, Landrum. Landrum's well out. Landrum, I'd say she paid a lot for that hairstyle, which would have been popular at the time. It's very fancy. Very it's fancy. Very fancy. Uh, yes. I'd say she was a nice looking girl in her day. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, to, if, if we're going to objectify her, yeah, sure, why not, yeah? Why not? We're just appreciating. You know what I mean? It's just, like, just objectifying people. My God, I just... Well, know, like, I mean, it's sort of superfluous to I would the story, say, but... You know, you know, if there was a picture of Colby there, I, I, maybe I would have said, oh, he would have grown up into be a fine lad. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. There's no picture. Like, you know, just making observations here. Objective you'd be like observations. Yeah, you'd get him into your child army, wouldn't you? In the Ewok village. We don't have actually. Is he a threat? Is he is he a threat to the Ewok village, Joseph Coney? Well, he's fairly dead there at the moment, <laughs> so I'm not. I don't not think too... he's dead. Is he? I think Joseph Coney's dead. Is he not? No, I don't think so. I don't oh, think for he's fuck's dead sake, Joseph Coney. That never happened to him. He was going. He was chilling. He's, he's still chilling somewhere. Do you remember General Bolt Naked? Probably has a PS5. Uh, he probably has a PS5 and everything. Joseph. Coney. <laughs> Well, leaders of Uganda tend to have... uh, Yeah, she's only 59, she says. Age 59 to 60, likely. They they don't even know his fucking... His proper birthday. They're just like, probably 1961. That's Uh, mad, isn't it? He's evaded capture, he's having... He has 42 children! Yeah. Sure, he needs someone for his army. Someone's got to fucking fire the guns. Who do you think's got to fire the guns? My lord. Gotta be spreading your seed. Probably way more as well. Like, it's because like if forty two are officially documented and mm. no one can find that man, he probably has like thousands. So yeah, shouts out anyway. There's a blast from the past for you. Yeah. Go and listen to some Lady Gaga and find out about Joseph Coney. Such was the time. And go onto Facebook and post a status about how you feel and no one really cares and interacts Yeah. In April 2017, Ugandan and US military forces ended their hunt for Coney and his group with a Ugandan spokesperson stating that the LRA no longer poses a threat to us as Uganda. At that time, his force was estimated to have shrunk to only 100 soldiers, 42 of which were his own progeny. See, what did I tell you? He's gone. Um... I'd go. I'd find Joseph Coney if I was in Uganda. Would you find him? Would you challenge him to a dance off? Easy. I'd find him. I'd find him so quick. No. I'd say actually. Bags. I'd say in Uganda National Airport. I'd just walk out onto the thing and I go, right lads, where's Coney? Would you like blow show. through a seashell or something? Coney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A conch. Joseph Conch. A, a conch. I, Joseph Conch shell. <laughs> I, I no no I just walk up you know I'd be in pose and then I'd say I'm like where the fuck is Connie shit but <laughs> <laughs> oh. no, I tell him like I go up I grab one of the lads you over the airport the lags, yeah okay. <laughs> over the so you're you're go, you've gone into the airport you're grabbing a strange a Ugandan stranger <laughs> so, yeah. and you're going where the fuck is Connie yeah. that's okay no I'm grabbing him over the counter and I'm going you're- listen here you fucking shit the jig's up I'm on this fucking soil now where is Connie <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm on this soil now. Yeah, yeah. Right. Where, where is Connie? And, uh, and then he's he'll just find like, me. I don't need jurisdiction. And then he just like shoots someone in the face, kind of a thing. Is that no, no? He 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 goes. He tells me where he is, and then I go, "Oh, cheers!" Slap him. Throw him back over the counter. Hop in me fucking me Hummer that I've after important. Well, um, I tell you one thing. We 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 got onto this because. Uh, you accused me of objectifying Landrum there. Yeah. Now, yeah. I went on a bit of a picture hunt to see the stories. She's not as not, you know, in colour, actually, I'd like to retract my statement there. Now there you go. Do you well, know sure I mean? luck. So yeah, now I'm anti, anti-objectifying her now. Now I'm taking it back. Oh, yeah, we're back to fucking Uganda. Never mind all that. Pop so, yeah, you're sorry, shit. sorry, that's right. You're landing in Uganda and you're getting the first <laughs> Ugandan you can find. You're pulling them over the counter and you're going, Listen, son, I'm fucking here now. I have no jurisdiction, but I'm yeah, doing never it mind anyway. All that fucking UFO bullshit. Who gives a fuck about that, right? Mm. So, what, get, what is it? So, he's going to give up Coney, obviously. No, no, no. I slap him. He's he, told me, he gives me a rough idea of where he is. Right. And I go, All right, that's all I need. Yeah. Drive. You're driving off then. Get to the village. And do you do you have like a Hertz rental or? Oh no, a Hummer! I told you already. I imported a Hummer. Oh, you've, like, Im- uh, you've imported you a Hummer to Uganda. Do you remember that game? Um, do you remember that game? Um, mercenaries where you throw down a smoke grenade and then and then they drop a car down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, that's right. So you're doing that. So your your idea is you're you're not going to use stealth then. To get no, con- he, you know, knows, he, yeah, he knows, knows you're coming. Up. Yeah, right. He's, okay, okay. He he's quaking. He's he's really worried. Mm. He's sweating. He's he is he's at like the top yeah. of the tallest tree trying to hide from me. Let me all tell his forty two children forming a yeah. barricade around him. Okay, yeah, so I'm driving. I'm driving. driving I'm driving. driving. I've kind of a rough area. I'm going. What do I really do here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can imagine you ask yourself that a few times. All right, on this and trip. then and then I start seeing children. I immediately raise a suspicion. Right, so yeah, you're still seeing children, suspicious, suspicious so children, up, 42 this, suspicious children. So I pull down my aviator glasses, I see these fucking children, mm. take out my lollipop out of my mouth, and I go, these little fuckers, get out of my car. So now you're kind of like Kojak in a home. A little bit, I'm like right. Kojak mixed with like Predator. Kojak mixed, mixed with, with hair, Kojak mixed with Predator. <laughs> mixed <laughs> with, <laughs> mixed with Kojak mixed with an alien who has a little and laser beam yeah, on his yeah, shoulder. Yeah, ha, and ha, Arnie Schwarzenegger. You ugly motherfucker, ha, ha, yeah, ha. Yeah. Okay. And Arnie as well, like, just... So, you're Kojak Arnold Schwarzenegger from Predator and yeah, Predator and also yeah. from Predator yeah and okay. I go up to this little fella and I go oh what's up uh, how are you getting on there and he's like oh yeah good I go here look here's a Twix and he goes oh nice and he goes straight for it pull it back behind me back I go no can't have that and he's like, he starts crying I go tell me where tell me where fucking Connie is you bitch and he says, oh, he's, he's there, he's, he's just down the road. I go, right, here's your Twix, thanks very much. But do you only give him one finger and then eat the other one and it kind of like, I'm Yeah, cool. yeah, we, yeah. We, we, yeah, we bond over it. Right. okay. Then uh, I summon my attack cockatiel uh, with a whistle. Okay. I go like, <laughs> and he, he comes down and flies on my shoulder. Of course. I whisper a few things into his ear. He goes up and does a, a, a sit rep of the area that Connie is in tells mm. me it's kind of like you know in video games everyone lights up red and everything I kind of see everyone and then I move in Connie's at the top of the highest tree hiding from me he's kind of in like a Ewok village kind of like what you live in I suppose mm. 
And um, what I decided to do, I was thinking I could punch the tree down with my bare hands while he's waiting yeah, up there. Yeah, with your heavy, just heavy hands, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just scream at him. Mm. And go, this is what you get, you fuck, for <laughs> taking them children and everything. Ah! But no, what I would do is... And everything. <laughs> <laughs> you made that live on Facebook go mad. He went mad. And so then, I, do you know how many memes I had to share with you, Fuck. <laughs> I donated a tenner. It did nothing. So then I light the fire at the bottom of the tree and the little bastard now he's starting to get smoke up his nose and his eyes and he's starting ah. to cry and everything. I burn the fucker out of it. The tree goes on fire and he actually dies. Instead of jumping out of the tree because it's so hot, he's too afraid to do that because he knows mm. meeting me is actually it's worse. worse. than burning to death. So like he just, he stays up there. Poisoning. He stays up there and burns to death. And yeah, then I, yeah. I, I, I throw his body into the Irish Sea like they did with into uh, the Irish. So you bring him back into the Irish Sea. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, look, that's all we have time for this week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> gentlemen so we'll, we'll see you next week for Monster Fuzz <laughs> yeah well now you're wondering you know about the UFO's engine uh, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking tell them young lads about that engine Rob you fucking yeah, tell well, them young lads so they got out to investigate anyway this Cash and Landrum this dynamic duo uh, with not as much uh, efficiency as me while I was in uh, Uganda but they said Skip that the, to the end. The, they said that the heat was strong enough to make the car's metal body painful to touch. Eamon. Jesus, kind of like do you ever turn on the kettle and you forget you've turned it on, and then you touch it to check if you've turned it on, and then you melt your hand. Do you ever do that before? Mm, I've never melted my hand, but I have. <laughs> I have felt the pain of a hot kettle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. So. Cash said she had to use her coat to protect her hand from being burned by the door handle when she finally got back in the car. Fuck me. When she touched the dashboard, Landrum claimed her hand pressed into the softened vinyl, leaving an imprint that was evident weeks later. Investigators cited it as proof of their account. However, no photos of it exist. Mm. You ever melt anything with your hands, Em? When I was a young boy... Yes. I had a, a, a gun, a plastic gun. Yes. And I decided one day to put it into the oven, uh, unbeknownst to anybody in my family. Mm. Uh, and so later on that, that day, my mother needed to preheat the oven. Uh, she didn't mm. check it for plastic guns, more fool nice. her. And uh, nice. then the gun melted. So that was that was the only melting I really did. I occasionally melt cheese on bread, which I call grilled cheese. Mm. Um I, what else do I melt? Uh, I can be a bit of a melt. I'll melt your head talking do you know to you fucking, sometimes. Do you know a fucking grill in America isn't the same as a grill here? Do you know that? What? So, so yeah. So, in America... Oh, a grill. Oh, oh, yeah, over there. I thought you said a gorilla. I was like, what the yeah, fuck gr- is wrong yeah, with this yeah, lad's yeah, mind? Yeah, gorilla um, cheese is obviously a famous sandwich that people have. Yeah, gorilla cheese. It's, yeah, it's popular. Gorilla radio. Yeah, that, yeah, out the grill over there is a barbecue, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, a grill's a barbecue and then... The, is the top part called a toaster oven or some bullshit? Mm, that's right, yeah. Toaster oven. Now, that's isn't it funny bullshit. because it's it's not the only thing. Uh, obviously, chips, crisps, fiasco of... of Amer- Americans being difficult again as usual. Like, like, if I went in and I said, give us a bag of chips there, and I got a bag of Doritos, someone's getting bet. Someone's mm. getting bet, man. If I went into a chipper, they gave me a bag of Doritos and I was looking for some fucking hand-cut, salty, deep-fried chips... Some, well, some of them fries. That'd be trouble. Fries. French fries. Remember when yeah. they were called Freedom Fries for a while there? Ah, yeah, of course. That was good. Couldn't. Liberty yeah. Burgers. 
So they said that the object then ascended over the treetops and rose higher in the sky. And then a group of helicopters approached it, surrounding it in a tight formation. Cash and Landrum counted 23 helicopters and later identified some of them as tandem rotor Boeing CH-47 Chinooks used by military forces worldwide. The world Chinooks, of course, not to be confused with chin-ups. Totally mm. different thing altogether. How are you at chin-ups? Uh, decent enough at yeah. chin-ups, yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm I'm not very right. good at chin-ups now. The, the old push-ups, you know, we discussed. Uh, yeah. I can do these. Chin-ups. How, how many could you muscle out in a row? Ah, not that many, like five or six or some bullshit. Yeah, I'd say like, I'm, I'm in around there. Yeah, not much. With the road now clear, Cash says she drove on, claiming to see glimpses of the object and the helicopters receding into the distance. Now we have a little witness drawing here, Emin. Uh, Is that just the drawing of a fanny fart? It's interesting. It's very interesting. It'll probably be in the episode artwork, actually, this time around. So the first sighting, from first sighting the object to its departure, they said the encounter lasted 20 minutes, Eamon, which is actually quite a while, right? Mm, yeah, yeah, quite a bit. Sorry now, I feel like we just skipped over the drawing that looks like a fanny fart there. Yeah, it does a bit like... It looks a lot pervert. like a fanny fart. It, it actually looks, looks like uh, a minge and it just says glow. Yeah, but you're a pervert. What kind of minge is you getting up a day? No, it's a crude drawing. <laughs> crude drawing to replicate the female genitalia. All right, so you reckon that the two girls just said, oh, let's just draw a fanny and say glow and fire on it. Does it not kind of look a bit like an upside down fanny? A little bit, man. But it looks like Fido Dido upside down as well. It looks more like a fanny upside down. <laughs> it looks like Fido Dido to me with his arms up in the air. Fido, there's no, there's no features for his face. It doesn't have to be. I, I think it looks a lot more like a fanny. Sure, well, you're wrong. So glow fire, right. which is what I'm going to call fannies from now on. Yeah, that's a new band name, Glowfire. Glowfire, yeah. From first sighting the object to its departure, they said it lasted a whole juicy 20 minutes before Eamon rudely interrupted. Trying to, Ladies this, and gentlemen, this, I want you to look at the, the Instagram or whatever we put things <laughs> and just, it, it looks like an upside, can we not? A crude, a crude childish rend- uh, rendition. Go on to the Instagram. Go on to the, the, the gram. And check it out. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, tell us what you think. Yeah, so based on descriptions given in John F. Schusler's book about the incident, it appears that they were southbound on Texas Dale Highway FM 1485 to 2100 or something. Yeah, whatever. When they claimed to have seen the object, the initial location of the reported object based on the same descriptions was just out of the inland road. Now, now, Eamon. It wasn't just a spooky fucking time. It wasn't just a spooky time because after this uh, this sighting, mm. we are going to have some issues with health, ladies and gentlemen. This is where, yeah, this is where it gets interesting because mm. at the start of the story, you're hearing about Joseph Coney, you're hearing about me burning him down out of trees mm. and fucking up his whole shit. Mm. But then you're also hearing about this UFO sighting and you're sort of wondering... You know, is this just another shiting? Yeah. Is this just another generic, oh, I see lights in the sky, whatever, blah, 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 yeah. who cares? And your finger is just getting alarmingly closer to the stop button <laughs> on your on your phone. It's like, I don't want to listen to these two I hope we attract anymore. people via SEO under like, 
Oh yeah, the cash line. I love that one. Let me check it out. It Joseph must be such Connie. a weird thing when like you're listening to this podcast trying to get actual information on UFOs, cryptids, aliens, Do, whatever. Does the fuck. anyone listen to us for information? I don't think so. They couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't. You're coming to the wrong podcast. Like if you if you want to get information, go and fucking listen to them. Yeah. Fucking go lots. get donate to Wikipedia. Yeah, go on to Wikipedia there. Yeah. You know. Because that's where we get our notes from. <laughs> Exactly. Go, uh, go there. If, uh, if you want Monster Fuzz without diversions, yeah. just read Wikipedia. Just get Microsoft Mike. The witnesses yeah, yeah. claim that after the UFO and helicopters left, Cash took the Landrums. Oh, right. I'm so sweating tonight. Bye. Yeah, man. I, it's a bit sweltery now. It's 12 degrees according to this laptop with fucking, poor internet. I'm in me fucking Palestine jersey and I feel like I'm in Palestine at the minute now, to be honest, which I'm sweating like You're a, a bitch. You're in a Palestine jersey. Yes, you know, I have a Palestine jersey. Do you not know that? Like free Palestine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, that's very exactly good. Very the, good. The, the, not only is it an, an attractive jersey, mm. but it's goes to charity. So wow. uh, happy days. You're just so everything you do is so selfless and altruistic. I like, oh, sh- you know, it's look, just. Like, I mean, even Connie was all off me on back. I didn't. Even well, I mean, you on. went and you gave that child half a Twix as well. You yeah, know, yeah. so <laughs> that was pretty good. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. Anyway, speaking of mental health problems, <laughs> so health problems, the, the witnesses claim that after the UFO and helicopters left, mm. Cash took the Landrums home and then retired for the evening. That's just yes. let the evening go rather than retiring from her, her full time position, wherever that was yeah. that evening. Yeah, that night, so. they reportedly all experienced similar symptoms though cash to a greater degree. The claim was that they suffered from nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, generalized, just general weakness, a Mm. burning sensation in their eyes and a feeling as though they were suffering from sunburn. Right. So this is classic deli belly. Uh, Over the next few days, Cash said her symptoms worsened with many large painful blisters forming on her skin. When taken to a hospital emergency room on January 3rd, 1981, Clark writes that Cash could not walk and had lost large patches of skin and clumps of hair. She was released after 12 days, though her condition was not much better, and she later returned to the hospital for another 15 days. Sick woman. Yeah. She's a sick And you sick, can see there's a couple woman. of images there. Looks looks like quite painful stuff. Um, if that happened to yeah. my nanny, much like you did to Coney, I would go after the aliens. Oh, I Or indeed the 23 helicopters. And, uh, yeah. I, I would give them hell to pay, Robert. Hell yeah, to pay. Yeah, absolutely. With absolutely. my fast arse and my strong legs. In 1985, there was a HBO documentary. It was UFOs. What's going on? Uh, Cash oh, claimed man. she was treated for cancer after being exposed to the radioactive UFOs. Now, I actually have a documentary on this in my big UFO oh. collection, which, uh, so yes. I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with this. Um, right. Now, thankfully, the Landrum's health was somewhat weaker, though reportedly both suffered from lingering weakness, skin sores. No, it was better. It was, her, her health was better, but it suffered from lingering weakness. Yeah. Did I say weaker? Yeah, yeah, you did do Sometimes yeah. you read things, but you don't read the right things. Has that ever happened to you? And you do have... Yeah, it does, but you have some type of word thing. It's, it's like dyslexia, but it's not it dyslexia. I think it's like lazy brain. It's weird though, because you have a degree in creative writing and everything. And yeah, like, the more very... creative your writing is, the bad, the worse you are at reading it. That's what it is. My the mind gets creative. The badder, the more you have creative mind, the badder, worse your la- your your fun brain becomes. 
yeah, I think yeah, you probably you're you're like ADD or something. You're just like, oh, I'll put the words in, whatever. Yeah, I'll figure. We'll get fuck it. We'll do it live. You yeah. know, that's the way yeah. I am. It doesn't matter. Like, I, I don't think. Like we said earlier, I don't I'm, think anyone actually listens. I'm severely mentally ill, <laughs> Rob, which is a real issue I'm contending with at the moment. Yeah, this is true. This is true. <laughs> you know, so Cash kind of looks at, at the minute. Quite frankly, I mean, I don't mean to be crude, but. But she looks like a ghoul. She does um, look quite ghoulish. Yeah. At the minute, yeah, she's lost all her hair. Mm. She has a little melanomas there on her hand. Yeah. And it doesn't look great for her it's, now. It's not looking great. And actually, she goes on to develop breast cancer. Um, and Landrum goes on to develop severe cataracts. So that's not great. Yeah. Cataracts uh, not good either. No, you'd be blind and all Nothing's fun. I'd take them over breast cancer. But... Uh, Again, neither would one you, is good. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, because you, you can probably it, operate a bit easier on the cataracts, can you? Just fucking pull them eyelashes out or whatever. Um, cataracts, you can. You blast them shits with lasers. Yeah. Um, pew, glaucoma, pew, pew. you can't. Really? Um, but you can glaucoma. smoke weed for glaucoma, so it's like all right. <laughs> smoke weed. Um, yeah, no, you, you um, you can relieve the bit of the pl- pressure on your glaucoma, like, but you can't actually. Mm. Um, get rid of it it just keeps pressurising your eyeballs oh well then well, you end up like Arnie and Total Recall when he gets out of pressure when he's yeah. in Mars yeah shit yeah, yeah. planet um, yeah. so yeah well you know there are lads out there thankfully who have diplomas in glaucomas and they can yeah. hopefully help you to, to get some some relief but yeah. Rob a radiologist who examined the witnesses medical records for MUFON uh, the mutual UFO network wrote we have strong evidence that these patients have suffered secondary damage to ionising radiation it is also possible that there was an infrared component here as well right so so there's legitimate mm. text here yeah because um, what, whatever about like you know someone says they saw a UFO or whatever but when people are having like you know you can't fake health issues like that no you know no so here's a little brief bit on Cash's health while she was in hospital so all personnel were required to wear protective suits when entering the box that is the doctors had no doubt that Cash was exposed to radiation she lost most of her hair and even a few fingernails on her hand. God. She came out of the hospital completely ill, sick as a pup, wrecked, shagged. <laughs> shagged. I'm absolutely shagged, Landry. <laughs> Wankered. The woman could not stand the sunlight and take bath. Even warm water led to blisters. Oh, heavens to Betsy. Yeah, there were <laughs> there were problems with hearing. <laughs> There's just general problems with hearing. Oh, fuck. I haven't got it in a while. Like, no, we were I, doing good for a few weeks. Yeah, I, I went on a good a It good is terrible spell, that like. we just appear to be laughing at this woman's misfortune. But that's not the thing. It's just a, a general giddiness, ladies and gentlemen. There's a there's a, a malevolent and mischievous spirit in the air tonight, Ooh, let me tell you. And I'm sweating. Yeah, Pazuzu might be around. So there were problems with hearing. <laughs> Shortly after. <laughs> I know, because the next line is so grim and we're just laughing uh, like fools. Oh, just, oh man. Then no, okay. Woof, woof. Stop now, I'm serious now. All of Why a sudden. are we even laughing though? I, it's because, uh, Eamon. You're so sweaty. That she was wankered. 
She's totally shagged, God love her. She's shagged, like. Shortly after the contact, the woman developed cancer, very tragic, and had both mammary glands removed. She died, Emin, a few years later. Very sad. fucking hell. That's rough, isn't it? It is, it is, uh, it is very rough. Uh, what about, <laughs> as, as a dog would say, rough. <laughs> yeah. What about getting the ditties off if you had uh, Gene, what you'd reckon about that? If I had um, to get... Angelina Jolly did it there. She had That's the, right, yeah. Yeah, she uh, had the ditties, Gene. Looks, you have to get rid of your ditties sometimes. Do you reckon, like, what do you reckon? Do you know? Because, like, I think, like, so, so what if they said to you, right? Here's a good one, actually. So we know you have black guts. Mm, fairly, and my, fairly and raw my, now. And my guts aren't great either. Like mm. so, I I probably have something undiagnosed. But the way I look at it is, if you don't get it diagnosed, then you don't know what it is, so you're happier. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I believe that's what the the doctors advocate for. <laughs> what you don't know won't hurt you. <laughs> Well, that's that's kind of how I approach things. I mean, yeah. I think it's better, better, you know. Look, I, I um, tend to agree to a certain extent, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then, you know, right, so let's say they said, yeah, hey, man. Mm. Like, your man has, like, okay, so I want you to visualize, right? You're lying on the hospital bed. Your man has a rod up your arse. Is that how it works? Uh, the camera. I don't think he said, mm. I don't think that was how he described it when I got the, <laughs> when, I, when he got the, you know, colonoscopy he's not like I'm just gonna put this rod up your hole yeah no they so he's looking at you sort of affectionately but also concerned um now the rod is about six foot up your arse (laughs) just about six foot now he says Eamon I've got bad news he says what we found is genes that might express themselves in your arse after uh let's say 10 years Uh Now, what we recommend is that you get your whole arse pulled out and you get a bag put in your arse. Mm. Mm. Bag, baggy arse. Yeah, go on. That's what, is there, there a question you're just going to say, would you do it? You're just you're just making what? yourself laugh here. Is that what's happening? What, yeah, what would you do? Though? Would you get an arse bag in? Uh, no, I'd wait until... Would you wait? Yeah. But they would, like, it's preventative, like... Well, the, the only thing they're going to do when it gets bad is give you an arse bag. So you may as well get 10 years of fucking no arse bags. No, well, see, you know, it might spread now, I mean, you don't know. Like, unless what's, you're getting what's, like, a rod what's up spreading? What's, what's my, All right. What's my prognosis here and what's what's my Your actual... prognosis is, much like Angelina Jolly's had, she had the the uh, the Diddy gene, right? Yes, the Diddy so, gene. Yeah, so she preemptively decided... I don't. I want to get these off before it expresses itself. Yes. Right. Now the the question is, you've got an expressive bowel. It's going to express. Mm, it's very yeah. It's artistic <laughs> temperament. Yeah. An expressionist <laughs> bowel. It's sort of a blurry photo of blurry paintings that yeah. it puts together. So like Ars you... Monet is that what it's called? Yeah. So now you know you're going to be having your your. Can't we see? Because I, I know about all this because I thought I was going to die. I thought my arse was going to go. Mm, no, it does ago, sound so. like you've studied this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very so now, deeply. So, so the, the options are to get the the camera up your arse fairly regular, actually, once every six months uh, for the next 10 years and then probably even more frequent then because it's going to express. Or do you preempt it and get it all taken out like old mm. spaghetti and thrown in the bin? Yeah, so I, what I said there about 15 minutes ago was that I was going to wait <laughs> until it expressed and then get the bag but rather than getting the bag now. But how is, what's it too late? Again, what I was saying is what do I have? What's 
what do I have like what's the problem oh it's cancer like? colon cancer yeah 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 no I'm gonna let it take my ass <laughs> kind of kind of like a cellmate you're letting I'm gonna allow in, like, it take my ass it is a cellmate of mm. sorts actually but a science cell it is a science cell a very miserable <clears throat> cell yeah it's an AWOL sen- cell that's gone mm. mad cell dog uh, not like send dog uh, other rapper in the fucking Cypress yeah, Hill yeah. lads yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah I know dude what, what would you you just get the bag would you you'd be on the bag I know I wouldn't know because I would have never have went so I, I'd probably just die you know mm. at some point well at some either. point do you think you know you you might wind up in a hospital when the pain true. gets quite excruciating yeah true that is true that probably would happen and right, then they'd yeah. be like probably isn't that shit though like isn't it horrible like imagine you were an old animal like you know imagine like back in the day say like before we had like hospitals and shit and you had cancer like and you just had to suffer like mm. do you know well, I wonder back then, did they just get a lad in the village to hit him over the back of the head with a rock or something? I'm sure there's been cases where that's happened. Um, I think that generally people just died a lot earlier back then. And people were that's probably... That's true. They lot, didn't have a chance yeah. to, for cancer to get him, yeah. <clears throat> you know? Yeah, that's true. The rates are a lot higher now. Um, but sure, yeah. look. Of course, like, they're doing censuses and all that, like, back in, you know, Paleolithic times. So yeah, no, I believe you. Yeah. But you know, they're hiring people to do the census in Ireland there. There you uh, go, right job for Well you. paid. Yeah, you just go around to people's doors. Yeah. You go, how many users are there? You better have this filled out by the time I get back or you're fucked. Yeah. Can't you no. get in a lot of trouble for not filling out the census? Nah, who cares? Cool. Tell people about Brad Sparks, popular electrician. Yeah, Bradley Sparks contends that although the symptoms were somewhat similar to those caused by ionizing radiation... Their rapidity of onset was only consistent with a massive dose that would have meant certain death in a few days. So it's a bit of a, a paradoxical conundrum, man. Mm, a conundrum mm. wrapped inside an enigma. Exactly. So since all of the victims lived for years after the incident, Spark suggests that the cause of the symptoms were some kind of chemical contamination, maybe some kind of Aerosol. Ah, she's spraying Links too much links. Africa. Yeah, or axe, as they might call it in other countries. Yes, indeed. Wow. Now, Emin, I thought I had caught this fucking bitch out because I was like, hang on. So they were saying in this that in the notes that I was reading, they were like, oh no, you know, radiation can't pass off onto other things and stuff because they were saying that the car, blah, 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 might have radiation and this and that. And they were sort of contending. But then I was like, oh, hang on, but sure, in Chernobyl, like, if you go to Chernobyl now, the, you know, the firefighters' jackets are still mad irradiated, and they were just left on the hospital floor. They're still there to this day. Mm. And they're lethal radiated, like, they're fucking lethal. If you go in there with one of those Geiger counters, it's yeah, like it fucking... Yeah, it goes off the charts, yeah. It's like a click track to a fucking Sepultura song or something. <laughs> um, So I was like, so what the fuck are they talking about? But him and I did my research. Gamma radiation is the type that came from that. Ah. And this would be ionizing radiation. Gamma radiation, as we all know, is what turned Bruce Banner into the Incredible Hulk. Yes, or David Banner in more conservative times. Yeah, because they thought Bruce was a uh, was I believe that the terminology they used back in those days was they, they thought it was a uh, it was too, too homosexual. Too homosexual, yeah. Yeah, it was a bit too homo. They said, and then, and yet, Bruce Wayne, maybe one of the manliest, manliest superheroes uh, around. Uh, Batman TV show. 
That's very no. true, actually. That was quite, yeah. that was quite camp. camp, yeah. So, right, so, Eamon, <clears throat> you know, we've got this. We've got this whole story. This is theirs. We know that they were sick. We know that there were sightings, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. But what really makes this interesting is there's some more claims on top yeah. of it. Mm. So, investigators later located a Dayton police officer, Detective Lamar Walker, and his wife who claimed to have seen 12 Chinook-type helicopters near the same area in which the Cash Landrum event allegedly occurred Mm. and at roughly the same time. These other witnesses did not report seeing a large diamond-shaped object, however. They were also noticed by a resident of the town, Crosby, Bill Mm. Crosby, who Mm. was on the line of the flight path and oil man Jerry McDonald. <laughs> All these these oil lads man. have the best. Just list these names, right? You have Detective Lamar Walker and oil yeah. man Jerry McDonald. I would watch a TV mm. show just about those two dudes. For sure. For sure. Uh, so at first he thought it was a Goodyear advertising blimp, but mm. then he was convinced it was a UFO. He described it as a crystal that had twin nozzles which spewed blue flames and three searchlights which shone ahead and sounds, one of them was red. It sounds, it sounds like it sounds similar enough, right? Uh, similar enough to be noticeable, right? For sure, for sure, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. His drawing uh, just sort of looks like a triangle. I mean, it's interesting, right? Because we've seen those fucking Pentagon UAP photos and mm. there's some triangle fellas around there, aren't there? Absolutely, it's um, mm. definitely an interesting case as we get further into it. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. So even more inquisitive is Shushler discovered that the highway at the place where the women met the unidentified object had been repaired. The mm. asphalt was removed and replaced with different asphalt. Oh. The NASA engineer turned to the local authorities with questions, but it turned out that they were not involved in the repair of the road. Mm. Shushler was able to find witnesses who saw how the workers changed the asphalt at night and at the repair site there were no warning sites and the work was carried out on two lanes at once fuck fucking this is like X-Files stuff cover up Mm. shit scientists even took a core of asphalt at the scene uh, and the examination confirmed that the asphalt is fresh Shushler realised that the military was really trying to hide from the people of America some facts the results of tests and the fall of a spaceship. However, he could not prove anything. Now, now that's here's another fucking here's another part that really spins it on his head. So, the famous Rendlesham Forest UFO incident, Damon, mm-hmm. that happened over in the UK on the very same day as this case, and it has some similarities. So we'll look at that in future episodes. Oh the my god. Um, but unusual that they both happened the same day, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows what was going on? But as you said yourself, there's there's definitely a lot of cover-ups, a lot of cover-up muck happened here, you know? Mm. A lot of stuff going on here. So a year later, we have some funny goings on. So one day in April 1981, a Chinook helicopter flew into Dayton. As Colby watched little young Colby, mm. he became very upset. Landrum decided to take him to the spot where the helicopter had landed with the hope that it would seem less frightening on the ground. I so, don't know where so the fuck they are. Poor El poor Colby has like PTSD yeah. after the whole thing. Yeah, God love him. Yeah, I don't know where the fuck they are where like helicopters are just like chilling, you know. But Well, where I am, helicopters often chill because it's near the hospital. So. Do they? Yeah. When we were kids, the helicopters like for emergency um, yeah. 
land and all yeah, that. Yeah, and all that sort of stuff. We'd run up there and then a couple of times like the pilots would sort of show us the inside of the cockpit or oh, whatever. Oh, okay, great. This yeah. is great then. This is perfect because this is this actually really fits in with the story because as I was taking the notes, I was like, this doesn't sound right, but mm. now that you're talking about No, yeah, and I mean, like, this okay. is in Parkview, but it happened several yeah. times when I was a kid. We'd all run up to the hospital because they used to have a big helicopter landing there. I don't yeah, yeah. think they have it anymore. No. Um, but yeah, so so that's, that is true, true life of Eamon O'Neill. So when they reached the landing zone, they found a lot of people there already and had to wait some time before they were allowed to go inside the helicopter and talk to the pilot. Because, yeah, my I was like, what the fuck are they doing trying to talk to the fucking pilot? Mm. But it makes sense in the context of what you're saying. They were like, oh, let's go and talk to the pilot and show him around the Yeah, and I'm the, sure, because like when he delivers, say, the... the the patient if you like if it was yeah. like what ours was he's just hanging out there for a while they're obviously some yeah, very yeah. important people that you know need to be choplifted in somewhere yeah 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 so Landrum and another visitor both claimed that the pilot said that he had been in the area before for the purpose of checking on a UFO in trouble near Huffman <gasps> oh my god when Landrum when Landrum <laughs> told the, pil- the pilot how glad she was to see him because she had been one of the people burned by the <coughs> UFO he refused to talk to them further and hustled them out of the aircraft. Oh hmm. my god. Now, is that a, what do you think of that paragraph? Is that a bridge too far? Um I wouldn't imagine that the pilot I don't think he'd be talking to them if he was worried about that shit. Do you know what I mean? They wouldn't be like, oh by the way, don't talk about this particular thing. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. That's true. I don't know. I think that seems a bit strange. Um I think yeah, I think that can, I I would imagine the pilot probably would have talked to them, like they because if they're gonna say oh by the way you're not allowed to talk about this thing that happened where people got really badly burned or whatever, they're gonna show you like oh it was it, here's the people that you don't talk about. My what I have an issue with more than anything else is that the pilot said that he was checking for a UFO. Like, yeah, that that's the part that I'm like. Would a pilot, like, if he's flying a Chinook, he's a military guy, is he just going to fucking tell a lot of people, oh, we were flying for fucking looking for UFOs here last week? Yeah, but like, like, maybe. Yeah, but why would you say, I was looking for UFOs last week, and she was like, oh, I was burned by UFO last week, and then he's like, I'm not talking about this no more. Do you know what I mean? Like, that makes no sense. Why would he? Uh, maybe, but maybe he realized he was like, okay, maybe I've said too much here. You know, maybe. Hmm. I mean, look. Human beings are strange characters. It's all possible, but uh, it doesn't seem... I like, I'm like. i looking at this like Judge Judy, and yeah, what I'm yeah. seeing here is baloney. I, I asked so, you a question. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> so, again, another very interesting twist and turn to this whole story is that Cash and Landrum dug their heels in. Yeah. And they actually contacted their US senators... Lloyd Benston and John Tower, some great names again. Mm. Uh, John this this Tower. is the best series of names we've had in any episode so far, hands down. John Tower, best friends with Tommy Bungalow. Tommy um, Bungalow, yeah. yeah. Uh, semi-detached Quinn was another yeah. fella. <laughs> so they suggested that the witnesses file a complaint with the Judge Advocate Claims Office in Bergstrom Air Force Base. In August 1981, Cash, Landrum and Colby were interviewed at length by personnel. That what happened shit, there? Uh, someone upstairs dropping shit. Oh my God. Made me arsehole pucker. That, I tell you, that microphone's some good because that, that caught that sound very well. It's too good. That's too the problem good. with these microphones. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's annoying. But um, so in August 1981, Cash, Landrum and Colby were interviewed at length by personnel of Bergstrom Air Force Base. And we're told that they should hire a lawyer 
and seek financial compensation for their injuries. Mm. So, with attorney Ben Garston, Peter Garston, I don't know why I said Bender, taking on the case pro bono, which is pro bono is when you actually get bono from U2 mm. um, and you sort of sing songs at the judge. <laughs> Elevation UFO <laughs> is in the sky These bitches gonna die So give them some money Yeah What a weird Yeah so you, yeah, so you, you sing at the judge And then mm. he decides You decide whether the judge is pro or anti-bono And you go from yeah. there And now a lot of people If it's an Irish judge oftentimes they are anti-bono But yeah, over yeah. in the United States of America It's a Big very cancel. clever Yeah very clever uh, strategy here by Peter Gersten Because very fond of Bono over there Bono Vox Rob Which is his name Which means good yes. voice Indeed So the case wound its way through the US courts For several years Cash and Landrum sued the US federal government for a whopping 20 million. Get paid, son. Testimony, uh, testimony of officials from NASA, the Air Force, and the Army and Navy were given. The whole gang was there. All the lads. All of them. August 21st, 1986, a US district judge dismissed their case, noting the plaintiffs had not provided, had not proved, sorry, that helicopters were associated with the US federal government. And that military officials had testified that the United States Armed Forces did not have a large diamond-shaped aircraft in their possession, as no governmental agency possessed an aircraft resembling the UFO, the case was mm. dismissed. So it was like, nah, we don't see any, so yeah. a case closed. How does that sit with you? To be fair, it's a very difficult it's a very difficult case to prove, right? Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, like, look, it, 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 they're not going to win a court case, mm. I don't think, yeah. regardless. Well, what is it? Isn't it in, let's say, Irish law, you have to prove beyond reasonable doubt, which would have been That's very American. Difficult. That's an American sorry. thing. Yeah. yeah, but it's we have yeah. the same judicial yeah. system here. Yeah. Whereas in uh, in France, isn't it the bouquet of reason mm-hmm. or whatever? So potentially mm-hmm. in France, there might have been enough arrows pointing to, to what happened here to get it across the line. But certainly when you need to prove beyond reasonable doubt, See, it's very difficult like, to do. Yeah, because it's not like it, my issue with that is like the United, the United States Armed Forces and and the Navy and all these people at the time and 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 the Air Force like the Air Force they're not going to just pull out uh, a folder with every aircraft mm. that they do have. I know. Look, they were never going to get this across the line. Like the, the exactly. you know what I mean? It was it was an impossibility. Um, now I did. I know. I knew about them bringing uh, to court. I I would be curious to know if they were ever offered any settlements or anything like that. As the case mm. was ongoing, maybe one, you know, senator or whoever was just like, look, if we just give you fucking two million, we is shut up and stop yeah. bringing attention to this. So, I yeah, mean, that's yeah, possible, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, um, Eamon, sad news. Sad, big sad day. Yeah. So, uh, Cash died at the age of 69 uh, on December 29th, 1998. That's 18 years after her close encounter. Mm. Landrum died September 12th, 2007. Uh, just seven days before her 84th birthday. So she so actually Cash, lived quite, quite Cash a long... Was the, Cash was the younger one in the picture then, was she? Or Lan- I, uh, no, I think Landrum is the... The older lady, do you think? No, I thought Landrum was the younger lady and Cash was the older one. Because she was... So if Cash had a... Li- All right, let's do some... some basic matter you know you're confusing my brain right. so in 1998 the woman who was 84 2007 yeah it could be right actually maybe Landrum is yeah. the older look. Landrum yeah, yeah. looks like Johnny Cash yeah yeah Cash yeah. right okay 
Okay. Yeah, so Landrum outlived Cash. Cash yeah. had so Cash had very poor health. Um I mean I look, very poor health. Sixty nine is it is young in modern standards. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um but also not young, young. No. It's and again, like, Cash was there wandering around outside a lot more. So maybe in, you know, those moments that's true. You know that 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 maybe could have had a a negative effect on her, but and 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 as well, Cash had their ditties off, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I believe this it's is the medical term. Uh, what was the other one? Rod in the arse and had her ditties off is uh, yeah. Rob's well, Rob's medical medical. Book. Yeah, well, that's I don't know what it's called. Oh, mastectomy. That, that's what it's called. What do you think? I'm a fucking doctor up in this bitch. I, I do a podcast about cryptids, Emma. Come on, mm. man. When I'm not busy trying to give Twixes to children and assassinate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugandan you doing warlords. black ops yeah, yeah. to get Ugandan warlords. General <laughs> yeah, butt yeah, naked, yeah. you better watch out. So, Landrum telephoned a number of US government agencies and officials about the encounter. When she telephoned NASA, she was steered toward NASA aerospace engineer John Shushler. The man himself. Who we would have talked about a bit earlier. Mm. Uh, so, he's very interested in UFOs. He has some associates from Civilian UFO Research Group, MUFON, uh, UFO Network. Shout out MUFON. Yeah. Uh, sorry, excuse me, Mutual UFO Network, MUFON. Uh, Shussler began researching the case and later wrote articles and a book on the subject. Astronomer Alan Hendry of the Centre for UFO Studies, or SUFOS, also briefly investigated the Cash Landrum case. Oh, now... Due to the Chinook helicopter's presence, the witnesses presumed that at least one branch of the United States Armed Forces witnessed the object, if they were not escorting or pursuing it. However, investigators could not find any evidence linking the helicopters with any branch of the military. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cut to 1982, Lieutenant Colonel George Sarin of the Department of the Army of the Department of the Army Fund. <laughs> Inspector General began uh, the only thorough formal governmental investigation into the supposed UFO encounter. Now, he could not find any evidence that the helicopters the witnesses claimed to have seen belonged to the US Armed Forces. Sarn stated that Miss Landrum and Miss Cash were credible. The policeman and his wife, who claimed to have seen 12 helicopters near the UFO countersite, were also credible. Uh, there was no perception that anyone was trying to exaggerate the truth. Right. So, I mean, compelling. Yeah. You know, very interesting that so many people are sort of saying that they're seeing something and then you have people actually backing them up as well where it's like, these people seem to be telling the truth. But the thing is, there's nothing really uh, plausible Mm. that's been presented in a... It has an alternate explanation, right? Yeah, well, so, this is it, this is it. I mean, it it does seem like they're telling the truth. It's just that the, the government isn't accepting responsibility for it, rightly or wrongly. Very interesting that they cleaned out and replaced that asphalt, though, you know? Very interesting. Mm. Allegedly, anyway, who knows? Like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we make that up. Like, that's the thing. We can't really go there and test it or, or you know, it's mm. hard to... When you're getting this stuff, you're like, well, sure, you know, what's the crack? It's hard to... We can hard never to, know. Yeah. So in 1998, journalist Ireo and UFO, hmm. UFO skeptic Philip J. Class found a new reason to doubt the story of Cash and Landrum. When Schussler inspected Benny's car in early 1981 and used a Geiger counter to check for radioactivity, he found none. Presumably, he also checked for radioactivity when he visited the site of the alleged incident and found no abnormal radiation. 
Schussler provides no medical data on Betty's health prior to the UFO incident, nor does he provide any medical data on the prior health of Vicky and Colby. Boring. In 1994, UFO skeptic Stuart, which is spelled the most fucking... That's a strange way of spelling Stuart. Bitch! I would have been skeptical that anyone spelled Stuart that way. If anyone came at me with that Ah, fucking spelling... You'd have to send them home. Get the fuck... S-T-E-U-A-R-T. What? 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 Get out of this. Get out of here. Get out of here. Stuart. Try to be a skeptic. I'm skeptic of your fucking name, Stuart. How's about that? real skeptic of it. So, in... In 1994, Stuart Campbell suggested that the witnesses may have observed a mirage of canopus, cannabis, what? which lay exactly in line. It's a it's a star, Ah, right. Exactly in line with the road, so he's talking about, you know, astrology and all that. Ah, right. Um, Good lad. But it doesn't actually really make sense. So other UFO researchers point out the high-energy ionizing radiation of the kind that can cause damage to human beings, such as gamma, does not induce radioactivity in objects that would have left behind any residual radioactivity in the area. This is what I was talking about. So I had read this paragraph that, you know, they were saying that high energy ions doesn't leave the residue that gamma does. Like gamma, uh, right, yeah, yeah. you gotcha. know, in Chernobyl, like the, the lead on the roof, all that shit and was all so radi- radioactive, but it doesn't appear to be the case with this. Um, so another skeptic is here to ruin her day oh yeah this time it's a famed party destroyer British ufologist Peter Brooksmith writes skeptics have always I'm sorry skeptics have always asked for a blunt and fundamental question what was the trio's state of health before their alleged encounter to ufologists, the case is perhaps the most baffling and frustrating of modern times. For what started with solid evidence for a notoriously elusive phenomenon petered out in a maze of dead ends, denials, and perhaps even official deviousness. Oh, uh, here's the other fellow now. Uh, this fellow, Brian Dunning. The final boss. Oh, he is like, yeah. The final boss of shit talk. Final boss of shit talk. Hope you've eaten your mushroom so you can jump on his head. In December 2018, Brian Dunning investigated the case and shock horror, he reported his findings on the Skeptoid podcast. He found that Cash's doctor's notes attribute her hair loss to the autoimmune disease alopecia areata and that her other system, her other symptoms could be caused by illness that started before the incident and that Landrum's only documented documented illness in is developing cataracts in one eye so rob dunning concludes yeah yeah so in my experience it's completely plausible that cash and landrum wrongly but honestly placed the blame for their health problems onto whatever they saw and even pushed the truth a bit trying to get the air force to pay for it Hmm. When you believe, I mean, it's fairly loud, like it's fairly audacious to say that, though, as well, like, isn't it? Yeah, but these skeptic, like, when you're part of a skeptic community, all you're going to be doing is trying to disprove this. So, yeah, like, and I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's fair to no. like say that outright. Like, I mean, even if it is the case, like, you don't really know for sure. So, like, to be like, ah, oh, yeah, they lied about it, and that's what they did. Yeah, like, I don't think that's fair. No, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. I just um, I don't trust like I don't trust people who are totally pro. Yeah, no. you know, fucking cryptids and UFOs and all that shit. Yeah. I don't trust anyone who's who's like belonging to a skeptic group is no. like yeah. yeah, you know. So when you believe in your heart that the Air Force did something wrong that harmed you, you don't necessarily feel that it's wrong to exaggerate evidence. 
like seeing the words Air Force on the side of helicopters, adding on symptoms to people who didn't have them, even faking sunburn spots on your arm, as long as it's in pursuit of what you believe to be just a settlement. According to Texas Monthly, to this day, there is no conclusive explanation of the night's events. Mm. It's an open book, Eamon. It's an open book, not a closed case. Uh, unfortunately, obviously, the two the two women have passed away now. Mm. Uh, be curious to, I wonder if they've interviewed Colby, um, as he's he's a good bit older now, you know? Um, yeah. So maybe maybe could be something interesting there. Um what do you think, man? What's your gut telling um, you? You know, uh, I'm just going to look up Colby Cash here and see if we can find him. That's a cool name, Colby Cash. And you have to call him Colby Cash. It's a good name, though, isn't it? No, he was yeah. the other fella, wasn't he? He was Colby... Lan- Lan- no, because Cash was the young one. Remember, we went through it before. No, but Colby was a Lamburn. Lan- Landrum, rather. What was he? I think oh, so, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, he's a piping supervisor now, apparently. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of them there, so it's hard to... He's been on Ancient Aliens and everything, I think, so... So he's 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 out and about in the business. Um, oh. For that one. Oh, there he is, yeah. He's got a nice fringe and everything. Yeah. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I see him there. Yeah. He looks yeah. like a... Jesus. We must, talk, we must talk to him sometimes if we can get him on. Um, Better what do I think? What it looks like so. What? <laughs> what do we think of this thing? Um, you know, like I, I do. You know, is it is it possible? I, I don't think. Sorry, I don't think it's possible that these two people were sick and decided let's invent a story to get free treatment. Yeah, and let's take like the United States government to court. No, that's the, I mean, that's a fucking mental idea. It, yeah, like it would have to. That's like a super like low IQ, mm. weird roundabout way to to do something that just I don't know. It just doesn't really sound like plausible that they would have went to those extremes. Like, mm. to, I mean, look, anything's possible. I mean, people do like do injury claims all the time that are fake. You know. Yeah, I mean, this is it. But I mean, I'd say rarely people do injury claims where. They're accusing the US government of chasing a UFO and trying to sue them for 20 million. Yeah. You know? So, and then we have the other witnesses. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, my gut tells me that this did happen. Uh, I don't know to what extent the US government are involved in it and blah, 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 but something tells me that, that this, this did happen. And uh, those women probably should have been cared for better than they were I think something did happen as well I'm going to I'm going to go towards sighting in some way shape or form mm. um, I wouldn't be like your man where I oh just made it all up or whatever I, I think that it, it is actually possible that it was maybe a mistake in identity of something I think that's possible for sure yeah. I think it, it could have been who the fuck knows what it could have been I mean it could have they could have been testing some type of shuttle you know, I mean, like some kind of diamond shaped thing kind of sounds like something that they'd put on the tip of a rocket, you know. Um, so do you, like, do you think that, uh, do you think that it caused the the sort of health complications that they had in their lives afterwards? Or, well, it's a bit suspicious that mm. two people, I mean, 
the glaucoma and stuff like or the cataracts and all that. I don't know. But like well, I don't know, both because both of them were sick, so it's a weird one, isn't it? And then Colby, I don't it didn't say anything about Colby having any issues, but I'm curious if he had any maybe as he got older, you know? Yeah, but he probably stayed in the car, I don't know. You know. But would the car um, really help you that much? Again, I, I, I don't know. We're kind of just surmising to deg- here. Yeah, to, to, to a degree, I'd imagine at least better than nothing, right? Mm. You know? Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know, yeah. It, it, I reckon it was some sort of US government test gone awry. Mm. <clears throat> it could have been also, like, who the fuck knows? Maybe it was a UFO that was crash landing. That'd be cool. Like, if there was 23 Chinooks, some real shit was going down. You know, like, yeah. <clears throat> you know, do you ever see them chinooks sort of like towing? I think it's a chinook, like they can like lift a tank and shit like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like, I wonder awesome. where they're trying to like tow something. I mean, it's possible because you wouldn't imagine they probably wouldn't send what they say. There was 23 of them. Yeah. You, you'd imagine they wouldn't send 23 helicopters out if it was an alien spacecraft that they were trying to check, would you? Or do you think they might send, like, I would have thought they would have sent maybe fighter planes instead, because Chinooks, do they have much artillery no, they can use? No, none. Yeah, no, so, like, yeah, so with that, you'd imagine then that it was maybe, uh, well, that's interesting, because if it's a triangular spacecraft, and let's say it is the US government's, and they're, you know, they're doing experiments with it or whatever. Yeah. And this is 1980, we're now... Yep. 40 years in the future 41 years in the future and we're seeing these really advanced triangular spacecraft Mm. that have no propulsion and seem to be able to move at right angles and all Mm. sorts of stuff could that have been an early prototype of what is being released by the Pentagon now that's what I think yeah Yeah, I I think that yeah yeah it's a it's a a good case the Cash Landrum one Um, very interesting and as well that it ties in with Rendlesham another aspect to it and we'll do an episode on that in the future and talk about it in depth um always enjoy the ufo episodes Emma. i think mm, yeah no they're they're good they're very good um uh, so you reckon sighting or shiting put it on the line uh, what you reckon? yeah i would go with sighting and i would say that uh yeah i reckon maybe it is an early prototype of what is being released now um i suppose the interesting thing is maybe has it been created from some sort of alien technology maybe that they found and developed since the Roswell crash or something like that mm. uh, interesting a uh, very good case very interesting case and a unfortunately a bit of a tragic case as well indeed yeah sad sad end for these two um, now Landrum got to a ripe old age of 84 yeah. so she, she she lived a long life to be fair to her um, but Cash yeah Cash, Cash died probably prematurely so mm. Um, 18 years between so you'd think that like if she had like I don't know it's a, it's a fairly long time to go between us um, so what I'm saying is if she had any lingering health problems prior it would be quite a long time to survive with those so I like I mean it kind of lends credit to the fact that she maybe didn't suffer beforehand before she had this incident so I mean, yeah, it's absolutely possible that it was some experimental type of craft. Whether it's alien or not, I don't know. But um, I, I'm going to go with sighting. Hmm. Now, have you got anything to add, Emma, before we wrap this little juicy man Nothing up? Nothing to add. Uh, hope everybody has enjoyed this uh, good ep- good episode. Uh, all yep, all the right one. parts. Bit silly, bit dumb, bit mm. giggly in parts. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, hope you enjoyed it, ladies and gentlemen. Big thanks to everybody for listening, subscribing, joining the Patreon, leaving the reviews and all the rest of it. We appreciate you very much and we hope that you have a wonderful day. Wow, he's wow, getting so wow. good at this, this fella. This Eamon O'Neill is... Jesus, the outro O'Neill is... Do you know that they uh, they actually offered me the Late Late Show? They're like, the that Ryan do. Tuberty fella, he's a, he's a, he's a ball bag. How would yeah, you like to do it? And I was like, nah, man, I'm, 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 I, I want to be down here with the community. With the I mean? fuzz. With the little people. I don't want I don't want to be don't want to be doing that. Like I just want to be in the dirt with everybody else. I don't want to exactly. be doing the, the late late show. Yeah. Um thanks so much guys for the support. It keeps the lights on, keeps us going, um, really spurs us on as well. Very encouraging when you have people willing to financially back you mm. in your creative endeavors, I think. Yeah. In general. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. Cash Landrum UFO incident, a good one, uh-huh. a compelling one, and a very plausible one. So, I've been Rob. I've been Eamon. We have been Monster Fuzz over and out. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.